This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Somewhat Grown Up with me, Gemma Miller. I hope you all are having an amazing day, an amazing week, an amazing time, whatever it is you're getting up to right now. I hope you've done some really fun things this past week. Hope you had a good bank holiday weekend. I know I love a good bank holiday weekend, even though with the job I do, because I work in a coffee shop, I do work quite a lot of bank holidays, but I feel like there's just a different vibe over a bank holiday. Like everybody's in a good mood. We all know like there's an extra day off, extra sleep, people are hanging out. Like you're just having a very good time, I feel like. So I hope you've had a good weekend, a good week, got up to loads of things. If you're not from the UK and you didn't have a bank holiday, very sorry. Hope you had a good time anyway, and I hope you've had an amazing week this past week. I've had a bit of a chaotic week, I'll be honest. I know I say that quite often, but you know when you just feel like everything hits you in one week? That has been what this week has been like for me. So as I was saying last week, it's actually been my show week this week for my little hobby I've been doing lately doing Little Shop of Horrors, which honestly has been absolutely amazing. I love the show so much in general, but actually doing it, performing, like it sounds really strange, but not being myself for a couple of hours in the evening this week has been absolutely amazing. I've really enjoyed it. And I feel like it's something I've been just needing to do. I don't know, it's been a great week. And so I kind of thought, Right, let's have the rest of the week as a very chilled one. I have exam revision because I've literally got an exam next week. And so I really thought, you know what? I'm going to set the scene for you here. I was going to be having baths, relaxing showers, having a lie-in, you know, not setting an alarm on my phone, reading my book when I get in, like just really having some downtime this week. Did that happen? No. I have just felt so stressed with the exam next week that I just physically haven't been able to chill very much. I mean, I have chilled quite a bit. I've watched a bit of TV. I've been watching a show called Town Called Malice on Sky, which is absolutely amazing. Um, really enjoying that. So I've been watching that. But then 
my laptop broke and I think this is where the stress really kicked in for me with my exam because my laptop stopped working and then all of my exam revision was on there. I'd already had this episode recorded and it completely deleted, like everything just went. And whilst I'm extremely grateful that this did not happen a month ago, because if this had happened before my dissertation was due in, I don't even know the kind of situation I would be in. I feel like emotionally, I would be all over the shop. So I'm very grateful that it's happened now and not before my assignments were due. But obviously I have got an exam next week. I was doing loads of revision notes and making like, just looking at journal articles, you know, if you do assignments, if you do psychology, you know you have to use a lot of references, journal articles, there's a lot of reading involved. I'd done so much of that for this exam and then it all disappeared because my laptop decided not to work anymore. And I'll be honest, I've seen this coming for a while. My laptop is like, I want to say five or six years old, which for a MacBook, I feel like it's pretty good. Like that's actually not too bad. I just don't want to buy myself a new one. So I'm just continuing to use this one for as long as I can. And every now and again, it sort of has a little moment, has a little blip. And then we come back and we're okay again and it's all all right. And so now we're okay again. Like I fixed the situation, we're all good. But the stress that that caused me last week because I just, I don't know, I've been getting very overwhelmed about this exam anyway because I'm not, I'm not an exam person, I'll be honest with you. I do much better when I have actual time to look at things and especially... And the subject I'm doing now, it's like quite subjective in terms of how you get your marks because you're essay writing. Essay writing is not my strong suit. Like whilst I love psychology as a topic, I'm not the best at like essay writing and that sort of thing, especially under exam conditions. So the stress has been crazy. It's been very overwhelming, but overall it's actually been quite, like it's been a good week, but also my emotions are just running wild this week. Um, what else have I got up to? I had my first, well, I had an introductory therapy session because I am going to be getting therapy, which is very exciting. I, well, I need it for my master's if I get onto the master's course I want to do. But also I'm a big advocate for getting therapy if you feel like there's certain things you need to work on. And right now I feel like there is a few things that I could be working on in my life in terms of going to therapy, talking it through with someone and having that safe space. I feel like I really enjoy doing these episodes with you because it gives us a safe space to sort of reflect on our week, see how we're doing and I get to chat to you guys which is always so nice especially when you reach out to me and we have chats on Instagram, it's great and I want to expand my safe space even more and so I'm going to be getting therapy I'm excited for it I think it's going to be really good it's going to be a healthy move for me to make and it's been something I've thought about doing for years and I've just never sort of taken the leap to do it but lately I thought you know what now's the time I'm really trying to invest in myself this year I feel like 2023 has been the year of being I, I don't want to say selfish because that doesn't come across like a good word but there are occasions where you do need to be selfish and 
I think that's what I've been doing this year, a lot of self-care, a lot of self-love, a lot of developing myself and focusing on myself when I need to be focusing on myself. Because let's be real, at the end of the day, we are the only people who can truly look out for ourselves, And so we need to be our number one supporter, like our biggest like backbone. We need to be the person we can rely on the most. And sometimes that takes a bit of investment and a bit of self-development and growth. And I'm excited for the growth that I've still got to come, if that makes sense. Like I know I'm just at the beginning of a long, long journey of experiencing so many things, growing up even more, you know, like there's there's just a lot still to develop and grow into. And lately I've been investing so much more in that journey because I want to, I want to create like a healthy start to my life. Like I feel like I'm at a very crucial point of life where I can develop for the better and so that's what I want to be doing and I feel like no matter what age we are investing in yourself is never a bad thing so obviously I signed up for coaching a couple of weeks ago that's been going really well I am now seeking out therapy and I'm going to be doing that as like another form of self-care. I also, on a very superficial note of self-care this week, went and got my nails done for the show. So I currently have bright green neon nails, which is very exciting. They're actually gels because I'm trying to keep my natural nails as healthy as possible, but I needed extensions. So yeah I've got some very long neon green nails at the minute I've got my fake eyelashes back which I feel like could be around for a little while because I absolutely love them so much I'm also really thinking and this is me honestly just thinking out loud with you I want to cut my hair I really want to go shorter on the old hair length because I feel like this is just getting a bit long and a bit it's getting tangled all of the time. The ends are feeling a little bit like ratty and straw-like. And so I feel like I could do with a good chop. But also I'm terrified to do that because the last time I did that, I absolutely hated it. And then I spent so long trying to grow it out. And now I'm at like a very long length again. I'm scared to chop it off. But also where I've been growing out the hair dye in my hair, I feel like maybe it's just the time coming into summer I don't know I'm turning 23 this summer so you know maybe it's time for a more not mature haircut but just a chop you know get rid of some of this length let's keep it a little bit healthier get the natural curls back would be absolutely amazing I don't feel like that's happening anytime soon because my hair is just damaged lately that's like a whole other story to talk about but we're getting there but as I was saying I'm investing in myself, I'm taking care of myself and I feel like that's making me, it's going to sound really weird, but actually a better person because I'm happier within. I feel like you can be more externally happy and I'm experiencing less jealousy, less like dislike towards people and I'm actually starting to really just focus on living more positively throughout my life. And that's been absolutely great. And I feel like, to be honest, this week would have been an absolute disaster had I not been trying to make all of these like self-improvements. Because even though I've been stressed, I've been overwhelmed, like my emotions have been an absolute roller coaster. Overall, I've 
And I'll be honest, I've been more resilient to actually dealing with difficulties as they arise and to deal with the stress. And I'm quite proud of that, that I've been able to build that up because when I tell you a year ago, six months ago even, I would not have been able to cope with my laptop breaking this close to an exam. Like it just would not have happened. I would have been an absolute disaster. I honestly don't even know how I would have got through it. But now I feel like I've bounced back. I was able to sort of logically come up with a solution. And whilst it did sort of hinder a few things this week, overall it hasn't affected my life too too much and I rely on my laptop a lot I use it for a lot of things and I know that's not the best thing we should spend time off of laptops but so much of our life revolves around technology now that when I opened up my laptop and it wouldn't turn on I cannot tell you that drop my heart just completely dropped and I thought what am I gonna do but I was able to get through it and I do think I genuinely do feel like that is because of doing inner work and working on trying not to put too much meaning to things and sort of thinking about stuff a little bit more logically sometimes sort of we have to switch off that more emotional reactive side and switch into a right what am I going to do let's actually think this through and I feel like I'm getting there with that it's definitely definitely still a process I had a moment where I thought I was going to cry but I didn't cry and that's key that really is key that's how you know you're improving when your laptop breaks and you don't cry that's how I know that I have grown as a person honestly (laughs) so that has been my crazy hectic week but it has actually it's been overall a very fun week so I hope you've had a good week had a great time and we are going to go to a break then we're going to be talking about fashion today because I really I've been looking back at pictures of myself when I was younger and the way that my fashion has developed is crazy this episode is brought to you by sax.com At Saks.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the... Must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome back. So as I was saying before we went to the break, I've been looking back on pictures, old pictures this week because very random, but obviously I've been doing Little Shop of Horrors and actually around this time, six years ago, I want to say, I was 15, no, seven years ago. I don't know, I was 15, 16, that sort of age. I actually have previously done little shop of horrors before and so on facebook a bunch of memories started coming up and i love that apps are doing this feature now instagram snapchat i snapchat's been doing it for a while facebook where they show memories of stuff that's happened 
things that someone else has posted and things you've been tagged in and it sort of like gives you a little reminder of what happened this time last year or five six years ago and so it came up me back when I was 15 16 years old and I was looking at these pictures of myself and when I tell you I I obviously recognized myself right it's going to be extreme to say I didn't even recognize myself I look so different but also I don't at the same time it's such a weird thing to see a picture of yourself and think you have just changed and evolved so much but in particular the thing that stood out to me was fashion and my fashion sense and the way that I've developed over time and I've been speaking to a lot of people about it because it honestly is quite crazy to me the way that fashion evolves for all of us like this isn't just me like this isn't just what one person experiences this happens to all of us as trends evolve as things change like I remember when it went from low-waisted trousers to high-waisted jeans and now we're sort of going back to kind of low-rise but also I'm keeping the high-rise trousers like I am not getting rid of my high-waisted jeans let me tell you now low-rise jeans I tried to make it work for like a good few months I tried to wear those like low-rise cargoes I tried to be that girl I am not going back to that because it just does not flatter me and this is where I think my fashion has really changed for me anyway has been actually learning to dress my body type and actually wearing the things I want to wear I have spent so much money so much time and so many awful outfits have come out of it when I have tried to follow fashion trends that do not suit me they might not suit my body they might not suit my personality or I just might not be able to pull them off but there's been so many fashion trends and I feel like covid and like lockdown for me was the worst of this I was spending so much money on fashion trends that just were not my style and never were going to be my style right I was never going to be able to pull off the year 2000s look I just wasn't like pastel colors are not for me because I am very naturally pale and I'll be honest on me just didn't look right I've got such dark hair that you put a pastel purple on me it does not look nice let me tell you that but I was trying I really was trying my absolute hardest And over the years, just the different ways I used to dress. When I was 15, I used to love very tight Topshop Joni jeans. I actually still have some pairs now, but I wear them very differently. So I'd wear my Topshop Joni jeans with a crop top. Always had to be like a bralette, a crop top. Normally one that you could show your bra straps off because for some reason I wanted to show off that I was wearing a bra. I don't even know and then I normally would put on a checkered shirt over the top if I would be cold I don't know why I was committed to that sort of outfit and actually that's not the worst of the situations like I definitely had worse outfits but I used to wear that all the time I also used to love wearing it with a little choker I made out of like a velvet bit of string I made a little choker 
And I've actually noticed recently the chokers are coming back in style, which is very interesting. I don't think I'm going to be hopping on that trend anytime soon because I feel like overall my fashion has developed to a point now where I'm more on like a classic, I want to say classic style, but also I do put my own spin on things now because I feel like this is where we should go with fashion is to sort of stop with trends, move away from trends and start dressing how we want to dress with the items of clothes that we think look nice. I feel like we should stop judging other people for what they wear as well because honestly, if you like an outfit, please wear it. Like, please don't worry what other people think because if you think you look good, that's the main thing. You're going to be rocking it with confidence feel good about yourself you know it suits you suits your personality let's not try put ourselves into the same box as everybody else right let's create our own sort of styles and I know I say that but I do still follow a lot of trends and stuff and I do still buy into the things that other people are liking but I now do this thing where I really make sure I actually want an item before I buy it and I'm not just buying something for the trend or because I want to look the exact same as the next person because that's my biggest thing I don't like when you go out and you see 20 other people in the same top as you or you know like when you see people in the exact same outfit as you that's not my cup of tea anymore and I don't want to like you want to not even I'm not saying I want to stand out because I don't want to stand out but I want to wear stuff that I want to wear I don't want to just fit into a box anymore and I think for so long I just sort of hid behind the trends and I would buy into the trends and then you're constantly having to buy more clothes you're constantly having to chase the trends figure out what people are wearing now how people are styling things and it's like a never-ending cycle of buying more clothes and then having too many things to wear and then you get stressed out about picking out an outfit and it just becomes an awful cycle to fall in and I was stuck in it for so long I spent so much money in it it caused so many problems for me and now I feel so much better I don't shop online as much or if I do then I really make sure that the things that I'm buying are because I want to buy them not just because they're a trend and everybody else is wearing into it right so these, they're the little things and it's made such a big difference to my fashion sense, the way that I dress, the things that I like to look for online and even the shops that I shop on are very different now and I feel like right now I would definitely describe my fashion sense as more simple than anything else. Like I love a good basic t-shirt basic tank top basic blazer plain jeans or ripped jeans like I like a good jeans and a plain t-shirt style it with simple jewelry I've got this new necklace the other week and it's like a little bee absolutely love it just simple even stackable jewelry absolutely amazing plain trousers you cannot go wrong with a wide leg trouser let me tell you that I absolutely love like a high-waisted wide leg trouser they're so flattering so elegant and I'm definitely leaning more towards that sort of style at the minute like a plain belt trainers or like a simple shoe and just keeping it 
simple and easy. And now I literally will just reach in my wardrobe and grab an outfit and go. And I know I like I feel good. I know I'm going to be confident. And that's what I think about more now when I put on an outfit and not just trying to dress to impress other people. Like I'm thinking more about how I feel in the outfit. And I still have days where I find it really hard to put on an outfit, but I do remember in my like later teen years where I would stress so much about what I was wearing. It would really cause like an actual little crisis in my brain if I was going out somewhere and I couldn't figure out what to wear. But now I'm improving, I'm getting better. And slowly but surely, I feel like I'm adapting my wardrobe to be slightly more minimal and not feel as cramped and full of stuff that I am never actually going to wear. I said last week on the podcast about letting go of things and clothing has definitely been my biggest learning curve in terms of letting go because letting go of an item in your wardrobe is hard to do but I feel like that's on development, that's on growth. Like my fashion sense would never have changed if I hadn't gotten rid of so many of those checkered shirts that I used to wear. My fashion sense would never have evolved at all. I would still be in Joni jeans, a crop top and a checkered shirt and that is not me anymore and I don't want to go back to that place and that girl, she can stay in the past. Like I'm grateful for her, I'm grateful for the checkered shirt but I'm definitely not in that place anymore. And it's just crazy to me how much style and fashion changes. I would love to know how you find, how has your fashion changed over the years as you've grown up? Has it changed a lot or are you sort of still wearing the same things? Because I know different people change differently in terms of fashion. And a, a lot of people figure it out a lot younger than I did. And that's okay because we're all on a different journey. I love to say that, but we definitely are when it comes to everything in life, including our fashion sense. So let's go to another break and then we have our listener dilemma of the week. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly, but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So our listener dilemma this week was sent to me on Instagram. As always, you can send them to me on my Instagram, which is Gemma.Miller, or the podcast Instagram, which is somewhat grown up with Gemma Miller. Feel free to send them over wherever and we'll either have a chat about them or I'll include them in an episode of the podcast. So thank you for sending in your dilemma. And this week's one is all about organisation. Hi Gemma. 
I feel like my life is falling apart organisation-wise and you are my queen of organisation, so help a girl out, please. I used to be so on top of everything. Assignments, meeting up with friends, working out, working, seeing my boyfriend, and my life felt so easy and put together. I'll be honest with you, my A-levels are coming up and I've been so stressed that I have just fully let go of all organisational skills and I feel like a mess all the time. I've realised this is because of my poor organisation, but I can't figure out a way now to get back on top of it all. Let me let you in on a little secret... This definitely happens to all of us at some point. It's very hard to stay on top of everything all the time. And sometimes you do have to make, whether it's an active choice or it like unconsciously, subconsciously sort of happens, you have to make the choice to prioritise something. And oftentimes when you've got exams coming up, assignments, especially your A-levels, they are so stressful and I completely empathise with that and I completely understand that. And so naturally, your body is wanting to prioritise that because it's causing you so much stress and anxiety. So therefore, everything else is going to kind of feel like it falls apart because you're having to prioritise more time to something else, if that makes sense. So I would start off by just sort of saying, please don't make yourself feel too bad about this because honestly it happens all the time. I can't even tell you the amount of times where my life feels like it's absolutely fallen to pieces and I can't quite pick up what I'm supposed to be doing next and what really is going on and you feel like you're all over the place which causes even more stress but it does happen and just naturally sort of that is the case and so I feel like the best way for getting back on track of it right now would be to make sure you are still prioritizing your revision time for your A-levels. Make sure you know exactly when your A-level exams are for starters because that's going to be key just in general so that we know what day the exams are on. I'm sure you do know that but if you don't that's definitely where I'd make sure to be starting is know your exam dates and then you can work back from that in terms of what needs to be revised first, what topics have you got to do, flashcards, that sort of thing and get your revision part down and make sure you are prioritising your time towards that. But let's also try to balance it out, right? So maybe let's plan that you're going to be revising from nine o'clock in the morning until five o'clock right work it like a nine to five job obviously you can change this around to whatever suits you maybe you're going to have a lunch break in the middle a couple of breaks here and there just to get up stretch your legs that sort of thing I normally do 40 minutes to an hour sat down doing work then I get up and move around maybe go outside, maybe just stretch my legs in my bedroom just so that I'm sort of moving, getting the blood flowing. Otherwise, you sort of get into a relaxed state. So let's make sure we're organising that time and prioritising that time. And then the rest of the time is where we can add in the working out. What what else did you say you do? You're meeting up with friends, seeing your boyfriend, that kind of thing. You can slot that into your life then. But the priority is definitely your revision. Let's not forget that. 
kind of side of things and then I feel like you will feel like life sort of is falling a bit more back into place once you've got that schedule down especially a revision schedule when it's coming up to exams is so important just for feeling like you're on top of it and then even if you're stressed and overwhelmed you've got it written right there what you need to be doing right now and then you can sort of get on with it and keep pushing through but do make sure you are balancing out that revision time with doing things you enjoy if you enjoy working out then let's make it a priority to work out maybe a couple of times a week see your boyfriend see your friends make sure you are still getting that contact time in with people so that you are being social you've got an outlet so that you're not focusing all of your energy on revision even though that is what we're focusing on right now and honestly things will start to just naturally fall back into place I wouldn't stress too much about it I love that you think I'm the queen of organisation, but honestly, I don't have my life together majority of the time. I keep a calendar and that's about as far as I go some days. And I like to write out a schedule each day that's personalised for that day, just so that I'm making sure I'm getting everything done that I need to be doing. But genuinely, I don't have it together most of the time. I think sometimes we convince ourselves that people have it together more than we do when in actual fact we are all in the same boat of feeling stressed and overwhelmed and not really knowing what we're doing half the time but I feel like the key is to know what you're prioritizing in this moment and for you that definitely is your upcoming exams with your A-levels and everything you've got going on so let's start as that as the focal point because that's the source of your stress the source of your feeling overwhelmed so let's start there organize that area and then balance it out with the fun things and the stuff that we really enjoy in life you know and then eventually it will all start to feel like it's coming together but I would definitely say keeping a diary keeping a calendar scheduling out your days time blocking is absolutely great especially for revision and it will all fall back into place before you know it. Honestly, you have got this. You are okay. And it's so natural to fall into feeling like we haven't got it together. When in actual fact, you probably have it together more than you actually realise. And even if you don't, that's okay. Because it's not long before we can sort of get ourselves back on track. So good luck to you and good luck to you with your A-levels. I really hope you do well. I'm giving you all the positive energy towards those exams and finishing your A-levels because it's such, such a crucial time. But also you're near summer now, like we're nearly there. Exams are nearly, nearly over. Before you know it, you'll be there, you'll be done. It will be summer and you'll be thinking about the next thing. So you, there's always something to think about right now it's your A-levels so good luck to you with that and thank you so much for sending in your dilemma thank you so much to you for listening I really hope you've enjoyed today's episode I know I've enjoyed sitting down and chatting with you so I hope you have an amazing rest of your day an amazing week and of course I shall be back to check in with you next week in another episode of Somewhat Grown Up with me, Gemma Miller. So I hope you have an amazing week and I will see you in next week's episode. Bye. Step up. 
Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.